welcome to Pop Culture Crush. Jessica here. And today, my pop five are super popular shows that I've never watched. Well, haven't watched yet. So do any of you have shows that you kind of pretend you've seen or not along when people talk about them, but you really haven't watched them? Yeah, that's me. This is this list. And what prompted the list is Coco and I just uh, finished watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I started thinking, like, why didn't I watch this sooner? It's hilarious. And then that kind of made me think, well, what are some other shows that people have just been obsessed with that I haven't seen yet? So that is this list today. Like all the shows on my list, I could tell you the main characters and what the general plot is about. But that's pretty much it on these shows coming up. And I basically just kind of put them in order of how likely likely I am to watch them. Uh, But they were all very, very close. So just wanted to say that. All right. So let's get going. My pop five super popular shows I've never watched yet. Number five, Mad Men. Uh, It was on AMC and it was on from 2007 to 2015. And the plot focused on the day-to-day business of the advertising agencies, as well as the personal lives of the characters, thereby depicting the changing moods and social mores of the United States throughout the 1960s. A little trivia, the show was the first basic cable series to receive the Emmy Award for Outstanding Drama Series, winning the award each year of its first four seasons. In total, Mad Men won 16 Emmys during its run. And then according to John Hame, or Ham, is it Ham or Hame? I never know. The production's pursuit of historical accuracy is such that series researchers will insist on knowing weather conditions, news items, and popular culture for a particular period related to the script's time frame. That's crazy. Also, the series spans 10 years. The pilot takes place around March of 1960, and the series finale occurs in October of 1970. Now, I made this list before we finished... Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And so it actually might have been moved up a little bit because now that I've watched that, I'm kind of in the mode of like the 1950s, 60s stuff right now, like music, and I'm just kind of into it. So Mad Men is looking a little bit more interesting to me. I have no clue. Honestly, I think the reason I didn't watch this at the time is because I had other shows going on at that same time. So I had to choose one or the other. So there was nothing against Mad Men. I just... Never got to it. All right. Number four, Breaking Bad, was on AMC from 2008 to 2013. It was set and filmed in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the series tells the story of Walter White, a struggling and depressed high school chemistry teacher who is diagnosed with stage three lung cancer. Together with his former student, Jesse, White turns to a life of crime by producing and selling crystallized meth to secure his family's financial future before he dies, while navigating the dangers of the criminal underworld. Little trivia. The title comes from the Southern colloquialism, Breaking Bad, which means to turn to a life of immorality or crime, which I did not know. The character of Jesse was originally slated to be written out by the ninth episode, but during the hiatus caused by the writer's strike, The creator, Vince, impressed by Aaron Paul's portrayal of Jesse, decided to reinstate the character. Nice. 
And this is just like a fun little, I, I thought this was awesome when I read this. After binge watching the entire show in a span of two weeks, Anthony Hopkins wrote a glowing fan letter to Brian Cranston, praising him and his fellow actors for their incredible acting, as well as lauding the rest of the crew, comparing the series to a great Shakespearean or Greek tragedy. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Honestly, I don't know what keeps stopping me from watching this. I keep telling myself I need to, but I just, so many new shows come out now, it's just hard to go back and rewatch some. But one day, <laughs> one day I will watch this show, especially now that there's like spinoffs, especially I think Better Call Saul is one. I thought there was something else that just came out. Uh, so I will watch the show one day. I just don't know when. All right. Number three, Dexter. It was on Showtime from 2006 to 2013. And it's set in Miami. The series centers on Dexter Morgan, a forensic technician specializing in blood spatter pattern analysis. That's a mouthful. For the fictional Miami Metro Police Department, who leads a secret parallel life is a vigilante serial killer hunting down murderers who have slipped through the cracks of the justice system. Trivia, in February 2008, edited reruns began to air on CBS in the wake of the shortage of digital programming following the writer's strike. That's weird. The reruns on CBS ended after one run of the first season. Also, a little fun fact, Dexter on average kills one person a month, which means he has accounted for roughly 15 to 20 percent of the murders in Miami from 2006 to 2013. <laughs> there were anywhere from 59 to 79 murders a year during that time frame. However, Dexter's murder victims are often reported as missing persons. So I like like serial killer stuff. So honestly, I'm not sure what's taken so long to watch this one. Honestly, I think, again, it's just a matter of I didn't have showtime when it was on. So I missed it that way. New shows keep coming up, so I keep kind of pushing it back. And then also, I, I thought about, like, I keep hearing over and over and over again how horrible the series finale is. And so there's part of me that's, like, reluctant to invest so much time and energy into a show if, like, the finale super sucks. But then again, you know, sometimes it's about the journey. So I think, honestly, I probably will watch this at some point. I don't know when, but I, I'll definitely try to fit this one in. All right, number two, Supernatural. It's on the CW, 2005 to present. Yeah, this one's been on a long ass time. Supernatural is an American dark fantasy television series. The series follows the two brothers, Sam and Dean, as they hunt demons, ghosts, monsters, and other supernatural beings. Okay, a little trivia. It was first broadcast on September 13th, 2005 on the WB and stayed with the network even after it was rebranded to the CW. The pilot was viewed by an estimated 5.69 million viewers and the ratings of the first four episodes prompted the WB to pick up the series for a full season. Originally, <laughs> this is pretty funny, they planned the series for three seasons but later expanded it to five, and now it's on, like, 20. So there you go, people. <laughs> the only reason I haven't watched this one is because it's a behemoth. Let's face it. I didn't watch it when it first was on. Maybe I caught the first couple episodes, and then I just got busy with a million other shows. 
And now that I want to come back to it, there's like 500 seasons and it's just super, super intimidating. But the thing is, I love everything that the show was kind of about. I love supernatural stuff. I've watched so many different supernatural shows. So this is kind of my jam. And I feel like I need to watch the show at some point. It's just I don't know when to make time for it. It's going to take me forever. So I'm kind of thinking maybe like this summer might be a good time to start it and just kind of like take a year. (laughs) Give myself a year maybe because it's going to be ending soon, I think. So it would be kind of cool to like be into it by the time it ends so I can kind of be in the loop. But that's my goal. Start it the new year, possibly the summer. All right. Number one. The Handmaid's Tale, Hulu, 2017 to present. The Handmaid's Tale is an American dystopian drama web television series created by Bruce Miller based on the 1985 novel of the same name by Margaret Atwood. If you are an English major, you've probably read this book. (laughs) The plot features a dystopia following a second American Civil War where a totalitarian society subjects fertile women called handmaids into childbearing slavery. Trivia. The Handmaid's Tale first season won eight Primetime Emmy Awards from 13 nominations. It is the first show produced by Hulu to win a major award, as well as the first series on a streaming service to win an Emmy for Outstanding Series. Margaret Atwood makes a cameo as an aunt in episode one. So I kind of feel like I've let my ladies down by not watching this yet. Um, You know, I think I just keep putting it off because it's depressing. Let's be real. I remember reading the book. And so if the series is like the book, which I, I think I hear the first season is, I think I definitely need to be in the right frame of mind to watch this. <laughs> uh, But that being said, I hear it's amazing, and I've been thinking a lot about the series, and honestly, I think this is going to be my next binge watch in the new year, just because I kind of want to see what all the hype is about. I kind of want to see what they do with the book in the first season. So yeah, so that's why it's number one. I think this is going to be my binge watch of the new year. All right, so that's my pop five, but of course, it's me, so I have honorable mentions so three of the honorable mentions are the west wing the wire and house of cards and these are the shows that have been very very popular but the difference between these and the others is that i don't really think i plan on watching these anytime soon (laughs) but i wanted to list them here because these are some other big ones that i thought of that i just haven't watched I think for the most part, it's just because I'm not a huge political show watcher. The closest I've really come is Scandal. So politics just isn't my my deal. And then the thing is, when I lived in L.A. for a summer, it was like everyone talked about how amazing The Wire was. It had been over for like a year and people were still constantly talking about it. But it's one of those things where it's like, is it really that good or do people just want to sound cool? <laughs> But then when I looked up like super popular shows to do research for this, The Wire kept popping up. So I guess it must be really good. So out of those three, The West Wing, The Wire, and House of Cards, probably The Wire would be the one I'd watch out of those three. Um, But then this also got me thinking like what are some shows kind of like with 
Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, what are some shows that like were super popular and I didn't watch until way later? Like at least with Mrs. Maisel, it's still on TV. But there are some shows. Do you have any of those that like you've watched way later? For some of my examples are Downton Abbey years later. I like literally just watched that. I think this year, last year, this year, because I saw the movie was coming out and I didn't realize how long it had been off air until I was trying to talk to my best friend about it, Erica, and she couldn't remember stuff. And I'm like, how can't you remember stuff? And she's like, Jessica, it's been off the air for quite a while. (laughs) So I didn't realize how far behind I was on that one. Coco had me watch Friday Night Lights. I hadn't watched that when it was on. Uh, He also had me watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I did catch a few episodes of that when it was first on. And that's another show that I'm like, how did I not watch this when it was on? Because it's about vampires and supernatural stuff. But again, I just think I was too busy with other shows. Uh, A newer one that I started watching like a year or two after it was done was Vampire Diaries. I really liked that. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. But then it also like makes you sad when you watch shows years later than or like even a year later or a few months later. It like it kind of stinks because you're out of the loop and you have nobody to talk to about it. You know, now we're so into social media and it's such like a communal thing to talk about these shows when they come out. And then when you don't have that, it's so weird, like, not to be able to talk to people about it. I mean, you can, but they've already seen it. They've already watched it. It's been a while. And you just don't have that buzz that you kind of miss with the shows that come out right away and you watch them right away. So, um, yeah, so that's just kind of the shows, my top five shows I need to watch and some shows I've watched. And, I mean, what about you? I would love to know, are there shows that are super popular that you just have not seen yet or you don't even really want to see? Are there shows that you've watched years later that you're like, damn, why didn't I watch this when it was on so I could be in the buzz? Uh, Let me know. Let me know. Go on social media. Tell me. I'd love to hear from you. I am on all the social medias. Pop Culture Crush. Find me. It's pink with the black TV. I'm sure if you've been listening... You're tired of me saying that, but for new listeners, that's how you find me. And guess what, everybody? This is episode 20. Can you freaking believe it? 20 episodes. Like, this is so surreal to me. So if you've been listening from the beginning, or if you're listening now, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting me. This has been so much fun, and I'm excited to keep going with it, and I hope you'll stick with me because we're just going to have lots of fun more topics coming up. So I hope everybody has a great week and I will see you on Wednesday. Bye.